going on, guys? Welcome to the Modern Macho Podcast. Uh, my name's Q. I'm here with Juan Carlos and Sant. We're here for the uh, for the yo, for the yo. check-in, boys, to to see how we're doing with the week. How y'all doing? All is good, man. How are you guys? I'm chilling, bro. I'm tired. I'm not. I'm like physically tired because so I I I, I talked to y'all about this, but. I finally made the investment of buying a squat rack, you know, so with quarantine and the gyms closed, your boy's struggling out here. Yeah. So, so, so today, you know, I set everything up and I gave it a test run, bro. I, my legs are fucked up right now, dude. <laughs> Literally, like, probably like my third or fourth set in. And I wasn't doing a heavy weight, dude. I was probably only squatting like 120, you know. So n- very lightweight, especially for uh, for y'all who are listening, and if y'all are big squatters, that's like baby weight. You feel me? Yeah. But I was like, you know, you know, like I don't want to hurt myself. I want to take it slow. You, you know. But dude, like my third or fourth set in, bro, I was getting sick cramps like all over my <laughs> leg, dude. Oh man, it, it it was bad. So, but dude, yeah. it felt so good to finally like. You know, do do it. that. Cause it's been it's been a minute, bro. It's been, it's been a minute, but that I mean, you know, that besides other stuff, my weekend, but that kind of summarizes my day today. I've been struggling to walk, so <laughs> nice. Yeah. What about you yeah. all? What, what what's up? I actually got a bike. I um I spent most of the weekend out at the beach, actually, dude. Like a vroom vroom bike or a no bicycle? no no like a bicycle. Oh, I thought you were like I, um, for a second. Subatemimoto. Yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't have Julian this weekend, and so uh, I wanted to go camping, but then I had to work. So I I just went out to Huntington. One of my buddies lives out there, and I bought a bike. And same thing, dude. Like we were just probably did maybe like twelve miles each day, just cruising around. You know, it was nice. But I'm feeling it, dude. I'm beat. I'm beat for sure. You you look like and you sound cruiser? it to be honest. Yeah, you you. I am. I'm you, dead, you look, dude. You look like you're 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 checked out. Just kind of. The, the sun laid me out. The sun took yeah. me out. Oh, man. It was rough. This is the check-in, a... not the check-out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Hey, you know what? At, at it's least, 11 at o'clock least, the day after. My luggage at is least ready you're, to go. Uh, at least you're checked out because of that, you know? it's That's that's something to be tired. <clears throat> that's something good to be tired from, you know? Yeah, like, you're right. You're right. Um, so uh, I no, did have cool, some, some shit go down. I do want to talk about it, but we'll, we'll get to it eventually. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, some some juicy stuff. Well, um, how about for you, me, Q? How are you doing? Uh, good, good, man. Um, for our listeners out there, uh, you guys noticed I wasn't in the last episode. Um, just some some kind of bad timing on my part, and and I was just uh, really a piece of crap to these guys. So that's why I wasn't in last last week episode. I just didn't really kind of gauge my time and things correctly poor poor time management on my side so i apologize to uh, to you guys to both of you guys agree, and bro. to uh listeners out there I as well but um but uh i'm i'm good Thank man you. you know what it's uh um i think i took a large dose of fuck it all and <laughs> i just uh dude i'm just at the point where i feel like i'm I'm just becoming at peace with just everything, everything that's going on in life. And just, I'm not going to say that I'm putting off everything, but I'm just at a place where it's like, if it happens, happens. If, you know, just, just, I'm just rolling with the punches at this point, you know, um, where we're all in a place in all our lives with everything going on in the world, um, where, we just, uh, and especially coming from, what was it, last last check-in where I was saying that I was pretty mentally checked out and whatnot. And, um, and yeah, man, I just, I, I think I, I kind of just told myself, I sat there one night and, and I'm like, dude, I'm, why am, I'm stressing over things that I really shouldn't be, I can't control the situation, you know? So to yeah, sit sure. here and beat myself up over it, I was like, I'm, if anything, I'm just causing myself more harm and I'm causing the people around me more harm by just being just a dick or, or just kind of being just kind of... Uh, irritable you know so um i i'm actually i'm my mind i'm 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 pretty happy right now just because um i felt like i've let go of trying to control situations around me that i can't control so which which makes me feel not as stressed um but i do kind of want to put uh or say put my little two cents into uh your guys's uh 
the topic of the week last week, just so at least we missed you, by the way, bro. Fucking me and Carlos even talked about it afterwards. It's like you know, it was definitely a slower convo, which is totally fine. But it's different. It's different, you know. And it's like a lot of you know, having that third person, you know, is is fucking. And not only that, but I think the balance. I think the balance between the three of us, like it was, it was missing. You know, it's definitely again, guys. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to do. No, you're good, bro. You're good. We're just. We're just telling you, hey, and tonight we, want dude, you to we need know to that say we three. Appreciate you. Yeah, okay. we need to say three good things to to each other or about each okay. other. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Right? Isn't I that, mean, is I, that I got true. Yeah. That's true. Is it tonight? It's tonight. The check-ins, right? Yeah, yeah we, we can do, do it tonight. Do it tonight. All right. I mean, uh, uh, good thing I, I thought about mine. I mean, I had to. Th- I had to think really hard. So, um, good thing I. <laughs> I haven't even thought of mine. <laughs> yeah. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna doing think it. of them now. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, so, Q. I so, totally derailed you. No, you no, no. You're good. You're good, bro. Um, no. So, uh, so to kind of pick up on the topic that you guys talked about last week, um, it was uh, it was social media, correct? And yeah. kind of how. Um, I mean, what what was the general question that you guys asked and 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 uh, throw throw it my way just so I can kind of piggyback off of that? Oof, I couldn't even tell you off the top of my head, dude. Wait, so what we it, what we said? <clears throat> like what, right. what, what? What a question that we asked on social media. I, I think some like of the questions. Like how, uh, how social media dictates your life how, in a sense, or just how it's how it's affected us. Like the the lack of. Mm-hmm. I know a big one was just the lack of transparency that we see on social media right. and how yeah, okay. how that affects I mean, toxic positivity. Toxic, toxic was, positivity is huge. Yeah. yeah. And, that uh, was pointed out by one of the listeners. So thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. Good. Because I don't think um, we actually use that term. No. Yeah. Uh huh. So we, we had like a K through twelve vocabulary of, of it. <laughs> right. Me so mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Why say why say lot word when few word Kevin Malone right now? no, so so I mean for me, um uh, I'm not gonna lie, man. Social media gets on my nerves a lot of the times, and uh, the crazy thing is, as a barber, that's kind of where most of our business comes from is social media. Um, I just well, what I've noticed lately is that um, everyone you need to paint this perfect picture on social media that you're living this great life that you're doing all these great things, you know, um, where it's it's not always like that, you know. Life isn't always perfect. You get and and what what sucks is that. You see these influencers, you see these celebrities that they're only posting the positive stuff. They're only posting driving around in nice cars, eating at fancy dinners, going to cool parties, cool clubs, things like that. And so you get these this younger generation, you get these young kids that, that almost get hooked on that, you know, that they get like FOMO. They get fear of missing out where, where they want to do those cool things. And I feel like what ends up happening is these kids end up setting up an expectation of how their life needs to be, you know? It's like, okay, if I post on social media, if I do this, if I do that, my life is going to be there, where they're not really showing the the, the struggles um, on the outside that these influencers have been going through, or or even, even the hard work. I feel like what happens a lot of times is that these people, we see someone become famous on Instagram or, or whatever it may be, and we automatically assume that they posted a couple things and boom, they're famous, you know? Where we forget to kind of sit there and, 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 and remind ourselves that these people, they, they had to put in the work, you know? Um, and, and what was crazy is um, a couple weeks ago before barbershops closed down, um, I actually cut a pretty famous YouTuber. Um, his name is Snooge, or they call him Snooge, um, uh, and he has like one and a half million uh, subscribers on YouTube. So pretty big, big YouTuber. And I, the, I've known him before because he used to do he used to do like uh, motorcycle uh, YouTube videos and whatnot. Okay. So I've I've known him for <clears throat> I've known about him for a couple of years, and I didn't even know it was him coming into the shop. Um, he uh, a barber, one of our barbers. Excuse me. He put um he put his name wrong, so I didn't even. It was completely wrong name. So, he sat down and he took his mask off and he started saying what he wanted. And I'm sitting there, I'm looking at him, and I'm like, I I recognize you. And uh, he's like, Yeah. I was like, Sam, you know, like Snooge. And he's like, Yeah, man, that, that, that's me. I'm like, Bro, I I've watched your videos. Like I've been following your videos since 2016, somewhere around there. I mean, I'm, I haven't followed as much anymore because he stopped riding motorcycles so not that his content got born but it just it wasn't my thing you know um and I, I sat there and i talked to him actually about social media and things like that 
Um, and that was one of the things that he actually brought up is that him getting to where he's at now, a lot of the money that he makes is obviously through social media, paid partnerships, things like that. And he says that what, what sucks is that he'll meet people and they'll automatically assume like, oh, you posted one video and you got famous. And he's like, dude, he's like, I, I trial and error to everything, you know? He's like, what they're seeing is just my fame and and me being this big person on YouTube and social media and stuff. He's like, they didn't see my struggles of getting there. And that's one of the things that I mentioned. I'm like, maybe we need that. Maybe we need to see that struggle. We need to see people grinding it out and whatnot. And especially when it comes to barbering, dude, is um, I was telling you guys before that I hate the barber industry right now because everything in the barber industry is how big and how famous you can become on Instagram. I feel like the barber industry completely forgot about clients and who the bread and butter is when it comes to this industry, which is our clients, which is you guys, you know, you guys are, you, you guys are the ones that keep the lights on for us. You provide food on the table for my family. And I think we need to kind of step back and remember that, that in barbering, our main focus is to make our clients look good and feel good, you know? Um, and it's not about how many followers can you get, how many things, obviously do networking with Instagram and things like that. That's good. That's a good thing to do. Um, I'm not saying that as a barber, you shouldn't network and you shouldn't have a good following, but we're to a point where barbers are focusing on that and that alone, how many followers they can get, what kind of influencer they become they can become where it's like dude it's it's, it's not about that and, and i've made posts about this where it's uh where i posted like make traditional barbering great again you know kind of like a joke play at, at, at the make america you know um just because i felt like dude come on like we we got to bring it back to to the to what we're here for as a barber you're here for the clients you're here for that person sitting down on the chair and the way i look at it um, when it comes to barbering is I have, I, I have a smaller following as a barber. Um, I know barbers for sure that have huge following. Like I, there's a barber that has a million followers. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking barber, bro. Like you have a million followers. That's crazy. But, um, uh, as, as having that certain amount of following and trying to push my work out there. Yeah. There's, there's some gratification that I get, like posting a picture and be like, oh, okay, some people liked it and whatnot. But at the end of the day, I keep reminding myself that it's you guys. It's the person sitting on the chair on the chair for me. You know, um, I've always been taught to cut hair, to treat the people sitting in the chair like they're you're you're a great friend. You know, because a lot of the times people will complain and say that oh, I went to a barber shop and I was in and out and the guy didn't ask me questions. He didn't get to know me. Things like that. Where it's like. For me, I love building a relationship. And a perfect example is Carlos and I. I didn't know Carlos before he came into the barbershop, but he came, he sat down. I I made conversation with him. We shot the shit and we're here, you know? And that's yeah. because I, I, for me, I want to treat every client that I have like, hey, dude, you're, you're, you're a homie. Go ahead and sit down. Obviously, some clients, I'll build a better relationship with others, but that's just, that's normal, you know? Personalities. Um, Exactly. Um, I just think that we we definitely need to be careful with um, the younger generation um, and how they're seeing social media and how lives are being portrayed on social media. And it, it scares me because I see my stepdaughter, for example, she's about to turn nine in January and she she like watches videos on TikTok and things like that. Um, and seeing her and how she reacts to certain videos, it, it scares me a little bit. Cause it's like, like girl, like life isn't really like that. Like what you see on social media, like there's legit struggles behind the scenes, you know? Right. Um, and I mean, maybe we should, uh, maybe we should create a, a new social platform and instead of calling it Instagram, we'll call it like reality gram, you know, it's <laughs> like you're, you're seeing the struggles. Cause yeah. that's where it's at, man. Like I have another buddy of mine who's, uh, who has a pretty decent following and, and that's what he does. He does like social media marketing and whatnot. And about a year ago, he had a great life. Like he had, he was doing videography for, for, for companies. He was doing social media marketing for certain companies. He moved out of his parents' house. He bought his dream car and whatnot. And he would post all these things on Instagram. Like, Oh, my car, my, this, my, that, blah, blah, blah. This other things. Not even a year later, dude, he lost everything. 
but you didn't see it. You didn't see it on Instagram. Oh, no way. You didn't. And about a couple months into him losing everything, going back home, losing his car, he still did social media marketing, but, um, but he wasn't as active. A couple months after that, he came out on Instagram and he posted this, this, this post saying that um, influencer nowadays, they're, they're really dictating the way of life for us you don't see the struggle and he posted it he said oh i lost i lost my car i couldn't make the payments i had to move back in with my mom and dad and he's like all these things they sucked and especially for someone that i'm supposed to portray this perfect life and people are supposed to follow me for these perfect things he's like i i got to a point where i one was lying to myself and i was lying to the people that i was following and so what helped me is to say hey i lost this i lost that but it's not about losing it it's about gaining everything back you know working your ass off and boom, grinding it out. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's a slippery slope when it comes to social media and trying to be transparent and things like that. I mean, I'm sure it's not going to happen. Um, that's just the way it is. You know, we can be transparent. We can try our hardest to, to fix something like that on our own side. But as far as creating a massive movement, I don't think, yeah, we'll make a small dent or anything. And to kind of like, go into my check-in um i'm not gonna lie this week dude uh i was i was thinking about just taking removing everything off social media like i was thinking about deleting the apps doing everything because i was like i I just didn't want to deal with it i didn't want to see anything anymore i didn't want to just deal with anything like that you know but at the same time i i kind of i stopped and i and i told myself like why am I sitting here and letting these apps that I don't have to really go on dictate how I'm tr- exactly like yeah. how I'm trying to make a, a living or whatever. Like I'm sitting here and telling myself like, Oh, I got to delete Instagram because I don't feel like I'm, I'm in the present. And I sat there and I'm like, Q, what the fuck are you telling yourself, bro? Like that's, that's you. That's on you. The right. app could stay there on your phone, but that's yourself. If you don't have the power to to, to not pick up the Instagram and, and things like that, like that's on you, homie. And so I told myself, I'm like, all right, like that's a good point. I I, I a conversation with myself. And I'm yeah, like, okay. Yeah. So what I what I started telling myself, I'm like, all right, what I'll do is I'll limit myself to four minutes. I'll go through Instagram four minutes. Once I'm once four minutes are done or whatever, okay, I'll put it down. I'll start interacting. I'll start doing other things around the house and whatnot, just to just to build up that strength to to know that I don't need to constantly be on social media, you know. Right, right. Um, right. So and I think I think that's where that whole fuck it all moment came, where gotcha. I was like, dude, like it's it's in here, you know. Yeah. Like like I can I can push myself to make these changes within myself. Um, even like when it came to like Santi, for, for example, you, you you work out, you bought that squat rack, which is awesome for me, dude, I've been putting off working out for the longest time. Like I tell myself, I'll wake up at five in the morning. I'll do a workout. I'll go in the backyard, do whatever I have to do. Work out five o'clock comes around. My alarm clock hits and I'm like, nah, that, that couple hours of extra sleep, sleep sounds way better. <laughs> but then this past week I got to a point where I'm like, what am I doing, dude? Like, what am I doing? I was, I was like, I could wake up and sacrifice an hour of working out. I was like, I'm just being a piece of crap and lazy. And I just, I need to build that strength within myself and be like, you get your ass up, homie. You hate the love handles that you have. You hate the dad body you have. So do something about it, bro. So I've been waking up just like kind of training my body, little doing little workouts here and there and whatnot, just to kind of slowly work my way into it. It's just, uh, um, but I'm telling you, man, like I don't know, some something switched <laughs> where I'm just like, like, <clears throat> yeah, I let's sense fucking it, dude. get it, boys. I like it. You know, like, like, like we 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 gotta get it. We we gotta we gotta eat. You know, we all yeah. gotta eat, dude. And um, yeah, yeah. Hey, have have you ever heard of a guy called um, David Goggins? Dude, I have his audio book. Okay, cool. I was I was just thinking like, I mean, he's not really my style of inspiration, 
But like I, I do know he he speaks to, but like I feel like you, the things you say, I'm like it sounds like David Goggin-y. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, see, here's, yeah. here's like, and, and you're absolutely and something. You have a point there where where the way I'm inspiring myself, mm-hmm. it might not inspire everybody else. You know, yeah. to me, but it works for you. To you know? me, yeah, exactly. That's, to me, that my about. inspiration is that get your fucking ass up, dude. Don't be a bitch. Yeah. Don't be a quitter. Fucking get it, bro. Like, keep pushing. Yeah. Grind it out. Embrace the suck. And that, dude, yeah. that, that shit riles me up, dude. I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. Like, I like that tough love, like, in my fit. Well, I was in the army, you know? Like, th- we got it all mm-hmm. the time. Um, so that inspiration. David Goggins was too, huh? He, uh, I think he, he was, was in a the Navy military? SEAL. Yeah, I'm pretty sure oh, he was okay, a Navy SEAL. Go, yeah. um, but then, uh, even like uh, Jocko, Jocko Wilnick, I think his last name is Wilnick or something like that. Um, he was a Navy SEAL, and dude, he has a couple, a couple, uh, kind of like speeches, and dude, that shit'll light a fire under your ass. He's intense, like, bro. That that dude, like, uh, you see his videos. That fool's like on the fiftieth mile. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Really? I wouldn't want. Dude, he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or no, even, he, um, he, uh, dang it, who's that damn bodybuilder? Um, Kai Green. Uh, no, no, uh, freaking uh, CT Fletcher. Have you seen CT Fletcher's uh, videos? Fletcher. Dude, I fucking I you to grow. I command <laughs> you. Like, oh, he's the one that had the heart attacks, no? He yeah, had, he's he's uh, had a couple a couple like health health scares and whatnot. Yeah. But I've, uh, I've never seen him work out or anything. But I've seen like I've listened to him on the Joe Rogan podcast <clears throat> like a few times because I think he's been on there a few times. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So I just, uh, which I'm, I'm, I'm glad, man. I, I definitely, I found this fire in me because for, for a while I felt stagnant. I felt like I was just kind of going through life. I didn't know where I was gonna go with life. Um, I'm a barber. I didn't know if I was gonna be a barber for the rest of my life. I didn't know if I wanted to get back into, or I, I don't know if I wanted to get into law enforcement and do that because that calling was still there, you know, to serve the community, to do, to just serve in general. Um, and, uh, just do something inside me was like, bro, you don't have to be law enforcement. You don't have to be in the military to fucking serve, bro. Is that you can still serve your community by being a modern macho, you know, you can still do stuff. You can, it's like, it's, it's, it's up to me, dude. It's up to me and what I do, what, what my, uh, what my, how I control, uh, my, I guess, that outcome, accountability you know? factor, right? Yeah. Um, sure. And so uh, I just like, for example, earlier today, I uh, I was, Emily was working. And so I was here with Liam and Layla, my stepdaughter. And um, Liam was, was freaking out earlier today. And bro, I was, dude, <laughs> and I'm sure Carlos, you could, you could probably vouch that you've been there too, where I, dude, I wanted to freak the f out you know like obviously not hit him or anything but right, i was just right, like right. oh just dude your skin. like yeah, yeah. shut up like <laughs> dude you're grinding me and a part of me i literally i'm holding him there because he's like he's just crying he's just crying for no reason he just woke up dude and he just he woke up pissed and so he's crying and he's freaking out and dude i literally like i'm sitting there like on the verge of just being like bro i'm about punch to just in the put wall. you on this bed and walk away dude <laughs> but then i sat there and i'm like all right you know what no i can't do that i was like i i was like control yourself q can't like, let win stop control breathe i'm like because at the end of the day you freaking out it's only gonna freak him out Right. I'm like so I need I really had to stop and, and control myself. And it, it takes a lot, man. It takes a lot to just sit there and, and not want to do the initial reaction and as the old school machos would do it, they mm. would just react and just <clears throat> not, not I wouldn't say not I wouldn't say get physical, but just kinda just be very negative. And the right. great thing, um and th- this kinda helped me out, uh today my, I had my uncle over earlier and we're all hanging out, and we're in the backyard, and I'm holding Liam, and my grandma's uh, at the table with us. We're all just talking, and he's freaking out. He's crying, and so I'm sitting there, and I'm patting his butt, and I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Trying to calm him down, and my grandma, dude, she straight up goes, she's like, I've told Victor, Q, myself, like, I've told him that he's a good dad. Like, he's a good dad. He's like, because dads back in the day, they would just spank the kid, be like, hey, right. quit fucking crying. Or throw them off to the mom. 
He's like, the fact that he sits here and I've seen him get bottles for him. I've seen him just be composed when Liam is freaking out because he wants a bottle or whatever it may be. And just for him to just stay calm, collected, and to just kind of put off that vibe to him. He's like, that's that's great. He's like, you never saw that back in the right, day. Right. Like men, men didn't, they didn't act like this, you know? Our reaction was like, hey, like quit that shit, you know? So that was awesome to hear today. I mean, that's I'm not going to lie. A part of me was still like, grandma, I'm still a piece of shit in my yeah. mind, you know? Well, you know what? It's not going to happen overnight, <laughs> dude. And I, yeah. and I think that, I think there's two sides to it. I think part of it is, is it's true we are making progress. We're definitely not in the same place that our parents were or doing the same things that, you know, the past generations are doing. But I also think that I challenge myself to not feel like I'm entitled because of it. You know, where where I could say, oh, you know, my dad used to hit me and the fact that I don't hit Julian. Like, I give myself credit, but I also kind of, like, sometimes humble myself out of, of, like, okay, regardless of how they used to do it, you're just doing the right thing, you know, and, and not and not in like you know you know what I'm saying you know what I mean like not in a, not like, in a way like hey motherfucker you don't need, you don't need a pat on the back for being ex- a good exactly movie. exactly and, and I've kind of touched on that and and, it, and it's hard it's hard but like another perfect example is like when we were talking about women and we were saying like for us to come clean and say hey we feel a certain way hey like I'll, I'll, you know I'll go extreme and I'll say like when you've gone up to a girl and you've admitted that you've cheated right and it's mm-hmm. like. Even though we know that as men, like, there's a part, because of sort of the way that we are, it's like, we deserve some credit because we just came forward and we're honest with you. <laughs> Am I right? But there's that part that, like, we have to kind of check ourselves and also understand, like, what, you want a cookie because you came clean about some fucked up shit that you did? You know, I, and I, I'm, not, I'm not speaking to you directly, Q. No, I'm just and saying, no, like... And, 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 I, and I know you're not, but, but real quick, real quick, and I'll let you go to pick, pick back up, because that something similar has happened to me, where, obviously, like, our listeners know by now that I've I was I've been pretty jacked up in the past. Yeah. And um, there was a point where Emily and I, we got into, like, an argument or something like that, and, and I told her, I'm like, babe, like, I'm working on myself. I'm like, I'm trying to be better. I'm, I'm being patient. I'm listening. I'm loyal. I haven't done anything. And, bro, straight up, she's like, those are just regular things that a person should do. <laughs> I've and had those like, conversations before oh, too, bro. God. Yeah, like, yeah. Dude, and you know what? Dude. That's how fucked up our wiring is, though. Is that is that like we we have had this mindset for so long that we feel like we're entitled to like, yeah. Hey, give us credit when it, when you know, and and good good that amongst us we're realizing this and we can check ourselves to be like, hey, dog. We're doing what the fuck we should have been doing from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. Why, why should why should our girls, our partners, our friends, our anybody, why should they be you know giving us comfort? Again, like it's that sense of entitlement where yeah. it's a hard pill to swallow. But why should oh, we, yeah. why should we be getting love because <laughs> all of a sudden we're doing what we should have been doing from the fucking first place? No, dude. I, yeah, that's so, 100%. so yesterday, fucking um, um, prime example of something like this where. Um, <laughs> I was going to the um, to the bank. I know. I'm already so I was, excited. I was, no, so I, like, so I was going to the bank, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I love when he starts hesitating. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, dude. I don't even know where to start. So I was going to the fucking bank to get 900 bucks out of my my fucking ATM account, right? Or, Damn, big so money. Pretty much, fucking, I, I'm there. Well, it was for the squat rack because I oh, ended up fucking yeah. buying all that stuff. Uh, but I was already running late. So, you know, when you're running late, you're like, you know, just didn't esa prisa. So I got to the ATM uh, and then it said, can't pull out more than 800 bucks. I'm like, fuck. So I try to pull out 800 bucks. Daily, uh, daily limit exceeded. Bro, I was flipping out. I mean, and I'm just going to skip. Everything got worked out, right? But there was like five minutes that where I was driving flipping out bro like fuck that like we're fucking late da, 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 da. and denise is in there with me you know and so you know we got everything figured out i'm quiet and then i'm like i start telling her like you know i really shouldn't have flipped out that way this this and that but like you know and she she was very like she was mad at me because she's like you're a fucking grown man dude like to see you throw temper champions like that over nothing it's like well for one for her she was like it's kind of fucking scary you know what i mean yeah like, yeah like you're just sure. gonna flip out like that over nothing it's like 
like you know right what else are you gonna fucking flip out over you know right right right. and so um but you know but as i was talking to her i was like i know i'm gonna work like like i was almost like trying to give myself props by saying like but i recognize it but i recognize it <laughs> yeah it's like no yes. dude you don't get a fucking like that's not how it works dude. Right, you, yeah, you right. need to know it before you start acting that yeah. way and be accountable like Fuck throughout yeah. not after the fact you know? well i mean of course it's better late than never right but the idea is that you do it to prevent these things not to intervene right, right. you know it's too late at that I just point. I just feel like we're we're very uh, we're very reactionary beings, you know? Mm-hmm. Where we're quick to react, but we're very defensive. Afterwards, you're yeah, yeah. you're like like shoot. And like I feel like I take it personal for some reason. Like when when I can't keep on my own timeline, even when there's outside forces like the fucking stupid ATM not giving me my own goddamn money. Right. Which still upsets it's me. Your fucking you know? fault for not following the goddamn my... rules, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, but so yeah, so it's just one of those things where it just trips you out. It is, oh, but it's it's part of it, man. You know, and I think that that's what makes it transparent. I, I do. Before I forget, like, I'm actually really, I, I love that you you opened up as much as you have today, Q. Um, I feel like, and this is just me personally. I think that a lot of the stories that you've been saying sometimes and been giving, I I sometimes worry that that it's almost like we're glorifying it in a way to where mm-hmm. I know I know you. I know you enough to know that, like, you are growing. But I think it's important for the listeners, just like we just spoke about transparency, like, you know, obviously nobody put you on the spot or anything, but, like, to see you talk about your goals, where you're at and everything, dude, like, that takes a lot of courage. I love that. I respect that. I think Thanks, man. That, that's Appreciate dope. Um, and that's my first one, so... <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Well, let's start it. I guess Q, you're in the hot seat. Give them two more, Carlos. Fuck it. Um, oh, I wrote them down too. They're like, I literally just went online on compliments to give your friends. What kind super of compliments cool. do I give to my barber? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You cut I'm, my hair real nice. I'm literally on Yelp right now, just looking at reviews, <laughs> the ones that can apply to him. <laughs> Uh, no, actually, okay, so that's the first one. Uh, one of the things that I really do admire about you, Q, is um, I love your passion. I love your passion about what you do. Um, even you just gus- discussing that. I I agree to a certain extent on what you we were saying about barbers and social media. I do think that part of it also is, is that it's not about you know what we do, but why we do it. And I do think that there are people that are able to become as popular and as famous and become influencers as they are. Um, not even being focused on it, but just being genuine with themselves and being transparent. So I mean, it's a little bit of everything. And I think, you know, like we discussed, the main message was uh, was just don't let it fuck with you type of thing, you know? But anyway, the compliment is, is like, I, I admire your fucking passion, dude, for what you do. I hear it when you discuss it. And and your, your people skills, man. You have great people Thanks, skills. Man. When it comes to customer service and just taking care of people and... Being respectful and being a stand-up guy, like, I really, really admire that. Thanks, man. Yeah, so I, I feel like, um, I think on the same page of being a people person, I feel like when I have conversations with you, even when it's on something we don't agree, I feel like I, I get a sense of, like, especially when it's in person, like, I get a sense that you, you like, there's an understanding at least, whether there's an agreement or not. And I appreciate that because I think that's hard to, to find sometimes where, like, you know, you talk with people and it's like, they're like, you know, there's just no give. But with you, it just, it feels like, like productive conversations, you know. Um, another one, I, I see you, I feel like you're a fucking big time innovator. Like, um, I, I mean, all the designs that you've shown us, all the things that you've done for us, making the fucking t-shirts and whatnot. I feel like, dude, I don't even know how the fuck to do any of that. You know, <laughs> you know the prime times on when to post on Instagram. I'm like, I don't <laughs> like, you know. So I feel like you're very creative in that sense, um, and, and I admire that. And uh, lastly, most importantly, I think is you're very approachable. Um, I mean, Carlos can attest this. I mean, I've never met you in person for. Oh and, shit, you know, you're right. You guys haven't even We've met in never person. Never met in person. That's right. Um, but like, I mean. I feel like, you know, we've been able to have, you know, very transparent conversations. I've definitely grown more more and more comfortable. 
And Carlos can attest, dude, like, I'm not, like, the most, like, when I meet new people, I don't know. I, I Not that I don't open up. I just kind of, like, am a little walls. bit more. Right. Yeah, you know. Um, and so, I mean, I think it's definitely been easier because it's a lot of it's just been through, like, Call of Duty or just, like, shit like right. this. <laughs> but regardless, you know, I, I feel like, damn, dude, I feel like I know you so fucking well to have never met you. It's like, I feel like that shows a lot that your personality is able to, um, you know, come through even virtually, you know. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate that. I, nice. I forgot that we had to sit silent. <laughs> yeah, so as you can say, Santi. Right, uh, so I, I'm, uh, I'm gonna talk to to Santi for a second. I think that, oh, God. and it's and you know what? This one's this one's huge for me. I mean, you guys know that both of you. You know, I know Santi for for years now, and and I think that one of the biggest things that I really really admire about him, and it's because from a personal level, I've seen how angry this dude can get. You know, and, and, and it's so supposed to be compliments, Carlos. Yeah, no, 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 no. But <laughs> what I'm getting at is like, because I know who he actually is as a person, like I admire his courage for, for like how committed he is to things and how much he is basically willing to hold himself accountable. Like I admire that. And believe it or not, like you, you are someone dude, like you're like a fucking older brother to me. Like I, I admire that a shit ton about you. I think that. Your accountability is is extremely transparent to me, and I appreciate it like 120 percent, man. Um, your level of commitment is fucking dope. I see you when you're about guitar, like you're about it. Um, when it comes to the gym, you're about it. Like literally, I look back at everything that you've ever done, dude, from drumming to just you know, playing with your dad, like literally, dude, like you give 120 every single time, even if it ends up being something that you're no longer doing. But like when you're in it, like you're in it, dude. And I admire that as well. Um, and lastly, dude, you, you're the, the way that the way that you stand up for what you believe. I think that's dope. I think there's things that I don't necessarily agree with. You know, we've discussed them that there's also things that we handle them very differently, you and I. But if there's one thing that I've always admired and that I think is really dope is that whatever it is that you're feeling in that moment, you do not hesitate to say it. You know, and 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 you know, with your being an educator and all those things, dude. Like I said, like whatever you you actually believe, I'm like, dude. Like I'm always like, bro. Like there's times I seriously, dude. I look up to you, and I'm just like. This guy's about it. Like, this guy don't give a fuck. Like, he's about it. And I, I admire that a lot, dude. I admire that a lot about you. Damn, Damn dude. I got to follow that, Carlos. Come I know, on, bro. Sorry. I've known him for years, man. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, for so I'll give you a... Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so so kind of like uh, to what Carlos was just saying, um, one of... One of like, the number one thing that, that I had originally put for you, Santi, is... Uh, that you're you're firm on your beliefs you know and i think that's a great thing i think uh being firm on your beliefs and standing true for what you truly are passionate about is great um i really enjoy that like you said previously like yeah we might not always agree on the same things but the fact that you stay true to who you are as a person and what you truly believe in i think that's great um, I think in, in this world, everyone's so easily convinced to try to go with the flow and the fact that you'll, you'll just plant firm and, and stick to your guns. That's awesome. That's great. Um, which leads into my next one that I wanted to, that I wanted to compliment you on, which was the fact that you're open to conversations, even if you don't believe in it even if you don't agree on on what's being talked about the fact that we can sit here and, we, and we've had these conversations before where we're talking about things that we don't necessarily both agree on but the fact that you're so open to be like okay all right let's 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 talk it out let's see what your points are what well, what the other person's points are i think that's great and i feel like you and i kind of share a lot of similarities when it comes to things like that because yeah we might not agree on it but I think um, everyone deserves a chance to at least express what they truly believe in. 
And if and if I still don't believe in it, I still respect you for your beliefs, and and we'll shake hands at that, you know. And I like the fact that you and I can do things like that, or you could just you could do things that with with the majority of the people that I've seen you conversate with, you know, where you might not believe with them, but at the end of the day, we'll still fucking play Call of Duty and just be cool, you know. The fact that I can openly have a conversation with you is is fantastic. Um, and lastly, is your family values, bro. I love the fact that you cherish your family and the way you talk about your sisters and especially your mom. I grew up almost the same way. I had my sisters and my mom and, and yeah, my dad was always around, but, but my sisters raised me and my mom, you know? And so the fact that you're so passionate and you show so much love to them, I, I love that dude. I love that you're like that. Cause I'm a mama's boy, dude, my mom all day, you know? Um, and knowing that, you and I can kind of share that similarities and show love and appreciation to our families, especially the women in our family is great. And I, and I truly, I appreciate the fact that you open up about the women in your family. Um, so I thank you for all those things. Thanks, man. Oh, all right. Jesus. <laughs> Santi, this is give it to Carlos. Great guys. <laughs> I don't know if we could do this every week. Normalizing this shit, dude. <laughs> we're oh, going to have listeners crying after this, dude. Oh, man. But we need this, bro, right? This is what this is about, right? Yeah, that's it. We got to normalize it. That's really what it is. All right. Take it away, Give it to Carlos. Yeah, like Carlos mentioned, we've been fucking buddies for a long time now. And I feel like even through all our ups and downs and turns and twists um i i've always felt I've, I've always um i think one of my the things that i really che- like cherish about you is i think your loyalty like i've I've never felt like um like a sense of like i need to watch my back with you you know what i mean i've always felt super comfortable with you you know I, you know you fucking I, I almost feel like and we've had this conversation before i think you know um uh, I, I forgot where I think we're at the Tilted Kilt right there off of Day in Rona Valley and uh, and I remember I told you I was like dude like you're not my fucking friend you're my fucking brother you know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. I, and I really see it that way because I mean there, there's times where we don't talk you know for good or for bad it doesn't really matter but it's not really like something where it's like that worries me you know it's like fucking because as soon as we start talking it's like you know, time never passed type of thing, you know? And so I've always appreciated that loyalty in just, you know, me feeling that you have my back or that my best interest is also in your vested interest, you know? Um, I've always felt your honesty is fucking second to none. Um, when you think something like, you know, kind of like some of the compliments y'all gave me, which I'm very appreciative of, is, you know... um when you see something that you fucking believe in and it's, you know, if you think it's fucking right, you're going to, you know, stand up for it. And I feel like we've even had recent conversations where you do that shit, you know what I mean? And you fucking stick with your guns. And I honestly feel that, you know, with the head on your shoulders, I mean, from my experience of knowing you, I think most of the time you make the right call, you know, most of the time you're dead on. And, and because of that, I feel like, you know, growing up, I, for the longest time, bro, I saw you as a fucking older brother, even though you're younger than me, you know, <laughs> but I saw you like that, you know, I, I almost saw you like, um, you know, like fucking, you just had my back, I, you know, I, I, I really can't, I guess the loyalty combined with the honesty, though, that's what made me trust you, gotcha. you know, because it wasn't just like you're loyal and whatever, but you were loyal with a really honest foundation where you fucking had your own perspective on life. And didn't just follow people, you know what I mean? Like, you had your own fucking, your own values, you know? And uh, finally, this one, this is a compliment, but this is probably one of my least favorite things about you. <laughs> is how how fucking adventurous you are. <laughs> I hate it. Because this guy would always want to drag me places. And I'm like, I don't want to go. Like, let's just chill, whatever. But, uh, dude, that's such an amazing thing. Like, you know, even seeing you, you know... Uh, doing your trip out um, 
in Huntington, fucking being on the bikes or when you go out camping. Like, just, I mean, and camping is a new thing you started doing, what, a few years ago? Yeah. Like, bro, I would never do something <laughs> like that. I mean, I've gone camping with friends and shit, but it's not my idea, dude. You know? So, dude, you, you yeah, I, I really fucking admire how adventurous you are. And yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right. <laughs> All right. So, Carlos, um, I haven't known you that long, dude. I mean, same with Santi, pretty much. Uh, I've known you guys almost the same amount. Um, the only difference is that I actually see you in person because I fuck your hair up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, one of the things that I, uh, my first compliment that really stood out to me when I first met you is that you're very understanding. Um, I feel like you can, you can, you're, you're really good at meeting a middle ground or, um, almost like, for example, um, when, when this was whole, this whole thing was popping off, you, you, you're understanding where you can kind of see both sides of the playing field, you know? And I really admire that about you because, you don't really try to be biased. You try to see it from both parties or whatever, wherever it's coming from. I feel like you really weigh out the scenario, the options that are laid out in front of you, and you try to understand everything that's kind of set out before you, and you kind of base your decisions off of that. And I think that's really great. I think that uh, most people, they're just quick to just immediately jump to a conclusion and, or, or quick to just... Uh, make a decision, you know, and be be really rushed about it. Where I feel like you you try to understand everything that's gonna happen with it, you know. So I really appreciate that. Um, appreciate that, man. Another one that I really appreciate you for, and uh, uh, and you've you've been there for me for the small amount of time that, that I've known you. You've actually been there for me for pretty important parts, you know, things that have happened, and the fact that you're a really great listener because of it. Um, there's been times where I've hit you up and, and, um, dude, you literally, you opened up your place to me and you stayed up and you listened to me. You listened to what was going on with my life and you don't listen and immediately say, Hey, you should do this. Hey, try this. You listen and you, at least you give me some form of example saying, well, maybe if the situation's like this, you know, or, or something like that, the fact that. I can sit here and reach out to you and you can listen to my problems and I'm not feeling like I'm being judged. Like I really appreciate the fact that you can sit there and listen to, to me and, and any of my issues that I bring up. Uh, so I really appreciate you for that one. Um, the other one, you know, and this is, this is another one like Santi, dude. The other one is, I'm kidding. I I really appreciate this one. This one, um, I'm, I'm a big fan of it is dude, you're a fucking people person, bro. You're probably one of the biggest people person that I have in my life. Like, it's crazy how easily you can find yourself in a group of people and you're just hitting it off. Bro, when I invited you over to the carne asada <laughs> or to, to the sopes with my family, dude, you felt like you're a freaking family by the by the end of the by the end of the night. And not that I was like, this mofo, but I was just like, dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> like this guy comes in and dude, he's he's shooting the shit. He's chopping it up with Uncle Mike and he's doing this and they're they're trying to invite you to places now. I'm like, this guy, like, who, who <laughs> I was like, Are you kidding me? But I love that about you, bro. I love that you can sit Thanks, here, man. dude. Thanks. You just you're you're so your energy is so attractive, dude. You just you attract just vibes, bro. And and I think that's that's <laughs> awesome, dude. We need people, we need more of that in this world where just just not even what you believe in, whatever, just give out awesome vibes and dude, just positivity will come to you. So I really appreciate the fact that, um, that you're an awesome people person and you're personable and, and dude, you could just, you could chop it up with my family, man. That's awesome. You, you feel like family, you know? Yeah, so I really appreciate you guys opening the doors, man. Th this freaking guy, when we went to Oakland on the fucking flight to Oakland, <laughs> like literally day one. You know, but oh, this fool man. had already made plans with some, uh, with the guy that was sitting next to him and his pops <laughs> to go play fucking uh, golf the next morning, we, which we actually didn't do. But the funny thing is, then on the last day, coincidentally, 
the dad was taking the same plane uh, back with us, and Carlos recognized him. And Carlos was, uh, and we had like fucking a few beers before. <laughs> got that little, you See, know, and morning. The thing yeah, is, yeah, is that is, <clears throat> I've I I have I've had friends like that, dude, that are very personable, bro. That just very outgoing and whatnot. Um, and I feel like I can hold conversations with people, but I'm not going to lie. I stay pretty reserved for the most part. If, if I have to, like, I'm more of like an observer, like I'll say, I'll let you, I'll let you talk. I'm, I'm just going to sit here and kind of catch your vibe and see, see what it's about. But I have friends that are, that, that, that are like you, bro, that we'll go to a bar where we'll go somewhere and they're just hitting it off, dude, like crazy. And I'm just like, dude, just shut the fuck up, bro. Just, just let me drink my beer. Just like, you know, but that's just the negative in me. That's so just, that's yeah, just yeah, the yeah, sourpuss yeah, yeah. in me where I'm just like, I just, I just want to sit here and just me, my beer, you know, by myself. So, but like, for example, like I had a buddy of mine in the army, dude, like when we'd go out bar hopping, bro, he would like. For him, it was almost like a game, dude. Like, it was a game on how many people he can socialize with. And just, dude, he would create, like, this persona of himself. He would, like, be like, oh, yeah, well, I'm John Smith and all, dude. And just hit it. It was crazy. Like, it blew my mind because I'm just sitting there at the bar like, um... Uh, where's my next <laughs> beer? Like, I'm, like, dude, just, just don't bring people near me, please. <laughs> like, <Right>. you know? <laughs> I'm like a little crab. You just didn't like show. Just, just, just leave me alone. But, um, but, dude, that's awesome. That's 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 really cool that that you can do stuff like that. And you you assume that me being a barber that I'm easily like I could talk to people easily. But for the most part, man, uh, it's it's tough. So I, I hey, tip my hat to you, bro, for for having <sighs> that gift. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah. Can't say shit, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> thank On you. to the next topic. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. And, yeah, that and was... So I actually I did I did wanna oh man, it kinda sucks because we were talking about the whole the whole like it has nothing to do with the compliments. I was I already said I was gonna talk about this, so um but dude <clears throat> so Basically, long story short, what ended up happening is I went out to Huntington yesterday. Like, I got there early. I uh, I guess there's an actual bike shortage right now. So I go on offer up, dude. I ended up buying a bike. And I was just riding, just, you know, riding, having a good time, dude. Had a couple beers. And so, you know, friend that I was hanging out with that night, dude, we end up going, we end up going out uh, to downtown. So I already didn't want to go. <clears throat> like, I, I just... I'm down to drink, I'm down to hang out, but I just, I like, that that vibe, that environment, I'm kind of, I'm over it. And then right now with the Rona, like, it's just, eh, I'm not a huge fan, right? Anyway, so we went, well, long story short, dude, this guy ends up drinking way more than he should have. He's a functioning block, uh, uh, blackout, whatever whatever you want to call it, right? So this guy, this guy's just, like, acting a fool, dude. He, the cops end up showing up, they end up taking him, and so... When, when they're taking them, like, some guys are trying to start shit with them, and, like, dude, pretty much, like, in my head, I was just, like, I was stuck, dude. I was stuck because, if I'm being completely honest, I was stuck in a pickle between I need to go in there and fucking look out for my boy because he's about to get in a fight, and almost, like, being in the place that I am now of understanding, like, no, I'm not going to save anyone. Like, we're all fucking adults. We all need to know how to act. Like, this shit ain't right. And and so pretty much the cops showed up, dude, and fucking took him. And then some guys right there, like, were calling me out. And they're like, hey, dude, like, what the fuck is up with you? Like, this your boy, blah, 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 blah. And so, and I, call, I called the guys over, you know. I called the guys over. And, and uh, one of the guys that was there with us, his girlfriend was there. And I didn't even know them yet. And she's like, dude, like, we need to go, like, basically to me. Like, this guy's instigating. He wants to fight them. Like, And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I, trust me, if they come over here, I'm going to talk to these guys. Like, I've been drinking. I'm not an idiot. You know, I was like, they want to talk about it, whatever. I'm not here for any issues. So pretty much, bro, he ends up getting locked up. Like, I just kind of end up staying out there hanging out. But, dude, the fucking guilt, like, took over for not stepping in. Because all I could think about was my son. And I was like, I can't. I can't go in there because... Even if he's my homie, if he decided to be a dumbass and, and put himself in that situation, like, I can't, you know, I, I, it's just, again, the accountability, but, but it wasn't easy, man, I ended up, I ended up calling Santi, you know, and I told him, like, look, dude, this and this, I was, I was crying, I told him, like, dude, I, I just feel like as a friend, like, I wasn't loyal, 
I wasn't low. And you know what? I look. I woke up in the morning. I've already. I've reflected on it. And even this morning, man, like him, you know, my buddy and I, we talked about it because they let, they let him out like at four in the morning, dude. So I, I passed out at his apartment, and uh, and he, you know, he came knocking on the door. He fucking he came in. So we talked about it this morning, and he told me he's like, hey, so you know what happened? He's like, I don't remember what happened. I was like, well, you acted up, dude. And I was like, but. Like, you're a grown-ass man, you know? You wanted to act like an idiot. That's what happens, you know? And and he was like, that's right. That's what happens. Like, it's like we were cool. And and I'll, I'll tell you, bro, like, that to me was very, like, holy shit. Because my guilt was telling me, like, dude, you just lost another friend because you didn't have his back. You know, like that. I don't know if it was the insecurity, the trauma. I don't know where it came from. But I felt like as a friend, I was supposed to be in there in that drunk take next to him. You know, and and even though I knew deep inside that my son mattered more, that I mattered more, that everyone makes their own decisions and that I really think that this whole podcast as a whole, what this has been doing for me and even for I think for us, like with mental health allowed me to see things in a much healthier way, because even though I drink like I'm not an idiot. I know I weigh a buck 40. Like, I don't have, you know, six, seven beers and then try to go in and then get all tough and get take on dudes twice my size. Like, I know I know what I'm capable and not capable of doing. Um, but it consumed me, man. So, yeah, it was, it was rough. And like I said, even the next morning, realizing that I was just battling myself, that I didn't lose a friend, you know, that he... I don't want to say he's proud of what he did or that he even laughed about it in a way where he thinks it's okay to do. But I did my part in chewing him out and told him, like... I even I like we even joked about it in the morning, and I said something because uh, he 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 kind of was calling he called me a bitch at one point at night, right? And like, so I told Whoa. him like, uh, yeah, oh, your friend, the friend, he was like, hey, dude, like talking shit though, like he wasn't putting me down, yeah, like, and uh, n- like literally, honestly, this dude like never put me down. He never did anything to push me aside. It was just like I was stuck between what am I supposed to do and what not to do, you know? Right. And I was like, I feel like if I go in there and get in there with them, dude, like I become a crutch. As a friend, I feel like I become a crutch because I'm allowing my friends to know, hey, act like an idiot. I'm going to cover your ass. And the truth is that I don't think that's the right thing to do. Like you act like an idiot. I'll be there in the morning, but like go to the tank. Yeah. So No, and so I, t- I told him in the morning, like, you know, he's talking about he's got to get a lawyer and do all this such stupid shit. And, and he's like, hey, I told him we, we had a beer this morning. And I said, dude, I'm going to tell you straight up. I might be a bitch, but I got those $10,000 in my pocket while you're throwing them at a fucking lawyer right now. You know? And he just went, damn. And I'm like, hey, bro, like, you wanted to act like a dummy. Yeah. Got to handle and, it. But, I mean, but it was hard in that moment, man. It was, it was very different for me. I think it, it's also the insecurity. This morning I realized, like, I went to four different high schools. So... Time has always been a big thing for me. Like, I've always felt like I only have a little bit of time to really expose who I am before I lose people. Like, I feel like I'm, I run out of time for people to get to know me. So I need to hurry up and give everything and a half for them to get to know me or else no one's ever going to like me. No one's ever going to stick around, you know? So that's something that was very, like... It was kind of like a theme in my life growing up, you know, of like, get people to like you, get people to like you, get people to like you. So now to be in a healthier place where I feel like my circle's smaller and I'm not being defensive, I'm not pushing people away, but at the same time, like me creating my boundaries and my walls, I think that the friends that want to stick around and the people that want to stick around are doing so, you know? And and I definitely got tested last night, man. I definitely got tested because that part of me was like, fuck, dude, like I don't want to lose my homie over this. Yeah. No, and I mean, I mean, real, real quick be- before we we finish this off or we wrap it up if we want to. Um, I, I think that's good. I think what you did last night was great. I think that you shouldn't have beat yourself up, um, just because, I, I've been in similar situations. So in the army, you know, we get drunk and and whatnot. Right. And we're there for our boys and their safety, but if. And this ha- this has happened a couple times where I've gone out and some of the guys that I go out with they end up acting a fool and they Don't end up getting right. a DUI or things like that and it's the next day we're like hey dumbass that's on you homie what we could have done yeah. is just been like hey stop but you don't want to go for it bro go ha- handle your shit then if if you think that you're this big badass go handle your shit so I think what you did is is great you're you're not a bad friend for 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 reacting the way you reacted because at the end of the day friendships are great don't get me wrong and i'm not saying i'm not taking 
any friendships for granted or anything like that, but it's your son, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Just for like, sure. And, 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 and I don't want to like sound the, like a, a, and I don't want to sound like a dick or anything, but if something were to come out where I got to put my son or even my fiance before any friend, dude, in a heartbeat. Right. In a and and that's why that's why I didn't know? hesitate to do it, you know? But yeah. it was just that like the the mental fucking that was like really like oh right. man. You know what I mean? Like no, cuz you know, know that but, once but, once it gets in there like it, it it can be very powerful, you know what I mean? And right, again, never no. never to the point to where I would have put anybody over my son, but it was just like <laughs> I had to let it out, dude. Like I call, like I said I called Santi and I was just like, dude, like this shit's eating me alive right now. Yeah. No, I, I think moments like I think that, you did great though. Yeah, in moments like that, dude, 100 miles per hour. Fuck yeah, dude. Things are going like this, you know? Yeah, bro. And you're just kind of making decisions, you know, just fucking who knows where this, you know what I mean? Right, right. And so, no, yeah, dude, it's, um, I'm really just saying that to fucking acknowledge just how mind-fucked you probably were at the time. Yeah, I mean, I literally, right after I got off the phone, it was like, you know, people stayed there, and I said, "Look, I, I like I'm gonna go for a walk real quick." And I literally like went and sat on the curb and just took a deep breath and like cried. Like I was just like, "I just need to let it out. I just need to let it out." And then, mm-hmm. and then I went back and I said, "Hey, I got next round." And you know, just like kicked it, just kicked it for a minute. But it was like I had, I had to embrace it, you know. Yeah. So. And I know one of the things I told, and like I don't want, I don't want to get super fucking negative, but you know, in altercations, like I mean, I'm sure we've all seen, been, been in some shit. It, um, one of the things I told Carlos was, dude, everyone's going home safe. Everyone has yeah, their health. Yeah, for sure. You know, because um, I don't know. I'm sh- I feel like it may have been shared in our IG um, uh, chats, but there was a shooting in L.A. that was caught on camera where these two dudes were like, you know, pretty much it started off as a fight. A gun got pulled out and someone got shot and killed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was and a little so, girl, wasn't it? Yeah, and so with that being said, like I think someone or you mentioned Carlos, like oh I know what I can and cannot do, like I know like my capabilities, and like I think you, some of it you were referring to your physical, some of it you're referring to just skills, like right. fighting skills. Right, right, Dude, right. Honestly, bro, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, for sure. You could be. The fucking you could be a fucking Gracie, dude. Like one of them jujitsu motherfuckers. Bro. Yeah. But it, dude, someone pulls out a gun. What are you gonna do, man? And now nowadays you don't know what people have. It's not about the skills. It's about what they have on them, man, right? You right. Know? And some people it's just best. And I mean, I'm not saying fucking to bust a 180 and don't confront certain situations. But doing it in a manner where fucking everyone's going to go home safely, dude. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, right, right. Even if you're going to show frustration to someone else, like, and, and, and look, like, I'm, I'm telling this to myself. I think this is about myself because I, like, kind of how you're saying, you, I think we, we all can get temperamental at times, you know? Right. And what I think about is just like, dude, I just want everyone to go home. You know what I yeah, mean? I want for everyone sure. to go home safe. I don't want nobody to get, and you know, something like that last night, bro. Dude, at least two, at least two lives were changed. You know what I mean? For sure. That For person sure. that fucking had the gun. Who knows what their intention was? The person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. dude, it's life changing. My, you know, my dad. My dad. Probably always, nothing, man. Like my dad's always said, like, like with drunk drivers, you know, like I, it's a perfect example. And he'd always tell me, like, text me when you get home. Text me when you get home. He's like, I trust you. I know what you're about, but yeah. that doesn't mean that there's some idiot out there, you know, that's that's driving out drinking a lot more than you should have and you could have been doing everything right you know but definitely yeah, definitely good. i think the biggest lesson learned there for me and that's kind of what i really want to share with the listeners is that even though you know we do focus sometimes on on the toxic you know traits that we have on the things that we want to be better at at holding ourselves accountable at understanding that doing the fucking right thing doesn't require cookies that we just need to be doing them because we're not fucking entitled to anything. Like, we need right. to do them, right? Right. Yep. We're also, I learned that we're also capable of being role models, of being examples, and that just like we can give ourselves shit for the bad things that we're doing, like, don't, we, we shouldn't always put ourselves down. You know, it was a learning lesson of saying, hey, I, I, I'm not just going to focus on the negative things about me. You know, I, I am in a way to grow, but at the same time, I have good qualities and 
I got to use them. And so I encourage the listeners, like, if you got to beat yourself up to fucking make yourself a little better, that's cool. But embrace your good qualities, too. Like, we're all capable of being leaders, of being role models, of being fucking better people for ourselves, for our families, our friends. Most definitely, bro. Very well said. Damn, Carlos. You Ah, have the spirit flowing through you. That's it, man. You see? (laughs) Man. (laughs) Good stuff, man. Fuck the sun, man. That shit drained me all weekend, but... Yes. The sun? The sun, dude. I'm all burnt up. Yeah. It was good, though. It was good. Back to the grind tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm burned up. Uh, I went to my um, my sister's yesterday for my dad's twenty my dad's 25th birthday. Damn, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, his, well, his birthday's on the 25th. And so um, so we went, and, you know, I had a tank top, so I'm a little burnt up right Sick. now. But I'm, I'm wide as hell, so, dude, I burned <laughs> quick, dude. All peachy. I love it. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's all I got, gentlemen. That's all Damn. I got as well, man. Seems like all right, y'all. We're wrapping well, this up, huh? I love you guys. Catch Thank you y'all. guys for the compliments. Love you guys. I appreciate yeah. you guys. Likewise, likewise. Appreciate it. Catch nice you guys on Thursday. Thursday. Sounds good. You guys have a good night. Hey, good night, guys. Ay, cariño.